So I was just diagnosed with ADHD as an adult, like only recently over the summer I was diagnosed and I've been playing with meds and I'm on a really low dose, but I'm on Concerta. Um, tried Adderall, wasn't really working for me. And so I started on a really low dose of Concerta and that, like my stepdaughter's on like a much higher dose than I am because I'm just really low. I'm just, and, and then like ad- advancing up the dosages, like I get really sensitive to side effects. So we go, we're going very incrementally slowly. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's helping. But um, once I realized, like once I was like, I learned that this was an ADHD thing and I was like, like so many things in my life make sense. Cause you yeah. know, you just, as you, you learn to adapt it and deal and, and, and override it. Right. Like you mm-hmm. learn to work around it. And somebody described it to me once that is like, it's like your whole life. You, you think you're bad at Mario Kart, like super Mario Kart. Um, and then you find out you have 10 times as many bananas being thrown at you as somebody else. So that's why you're bad, you know? And I was like, Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and you just, it, it, when you know when I, we were growing up, well, I don't know about w- you as much because you're you know you're younger than I am, <laughs> about <laughs> ten years younger than I am. So so I don't know if it was different for you, but for me, like there was no such thing as you know the ADHD and ADHD and all of this stuff. There, there wasn't those diagnoses when we were kids. You know, for me, we were, it was like I think I was like the first generation where they were just over medicating everyone. Hmm. Everyone got that was that everybody was getting diagnosed. Everybody was. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I took a 30 minute questionnaire from my psychiatrist and it was like, oh, you have ADHD. I do think I I have it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was very, very simple. So (laughs) yeah, there's there's a a friend of mine actually is a a child psychiatrist, Mm -hmm. um, psychologist, psychologist. He's a PhD, not an MD. Um, and he, he, you know, works a lot with kids, um, that have this. And there's like this whole like massive, I was talking to him about my diagnosis. He's like, well, did you have this and this and this is like, no, he's like, well, that's all the, like the comprehensive stuff you really should have, you know? Um, but on the other hand, so I did this, you know, okay. So I'm super like off the charts and like inattentiveness and whatever, Mm -hmm. something else. And and it makes a lot of sense because as I'm learning more about it, um, certain things like my attention to detail on certain things and like some things I'm really good at, but other things I just struggle with. Like I get the same note on like growing up, I always got the same note on my report card, right? Not working up for potential talks too much, moves Uh, around too much, you know, all of this stuff. And then now in like my work appraisals, I'm always getting like, focus a little bit more on the attention to detail. You know, the stupid yeah. details are getting past you. You're like, yeah, you know, you, you're great at seeing big picture, great analysis, all of this stuff. But sometimes you miss like these little things. And I'm like, oh, who cares about the little things? But like yeah. a lot of these things I, I'm realizing, you know, and then, you know, you know I've got to learn to cope, right? Plus I turned into a raging alcoholic, you know? Yeah. So whatever anxiety, depression, I mean, there was no mental health type stuff for us growing up. So that was either like we went to jail or we went to rehab or some of us went to both like, (laughs) um, you know, and so now I, you know, now that I'm sober and figuring that out and like, you know, okay, am I depressed? You know, am I, you know, my, my depression actually was really related to my drinking a lot of alcohol which is a depressant mm-hmm. um so like and the things that were causing me anxiety were stuff that was was eliminated once I stopped drinking so yeah. there was a lot of things so like once I stopped drinking like I I got off I after about a year I think it was at my year mark I was working with my therapist also a PhD who was um 
we decided to get off all of my like depression, anxiety, you know, meds. Let's see what my baseline is now. I was really stable. He supported me. I was really stable in my sobriety and, and my life and everything was going, going well. So we decided to come off everything and kind of see what my baseline was, which was good. Cause like, I mean, there are baseline issues. And then I was diagnosed with MS and that has its own set mm-hmm. of psychological components and things like that. Sure. Um, so, so but, but coming off of everything and then sort of starting fresh was, was good. And now I'm, I'm, you know, oh, the ADHD was kind of like played into it as well. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, running around like a squirrel on crack, you know, I feel everything <laughs> you said. And that's why it's like, when I took myself off of the medicine, I'm like, wow, I really am ADHD. I'll start 20 things, not finish any of them. Yep. And then hyper-focus on unnecessary things while not focusing on the necessary Absolutely mean 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm ignoring my laundry pile that's been sitting there forever. And, <laughs> and and it sucks too, because like having a laundry pile that I need to put away, like I did all the laundry and I need to put it away and not having it put away causes me a lot of anxiety mm. because it reminds me a lot of like the childhood issues about like never having clean clothes because my parent, parents sucked. I don't know, like all, all kinds of things, but it reminds me of, it brings back lots of ugly icky memories um of digging through this pile of clothes looking for clean clothes to wear to school you know Mm -hmm. so I'm sabotaging myself by not doing it but it's also really hard to do it like which one overrides right now they just like battle each other out so I do think I need to go up a little bit on my meds but um but it's just a matter of god it's been a rough summer, a rough summer dealing with <laughs> all of these adjustments. But um, yeah, I'm 100% with you, which is why we were probably texting each other, you know, at near midnight last night about the different shows we were watching. <laughs> I'm like, well, and I was working late last night too. So by the time I got home, I was like, let me unwind. And then of course mm-hmm. I put on Unsolved Mysteries. I'm like the new season. I'm like, ah, this is great. Yeah. So I have not watched those episodes yet. So we're, um, I will do that. And you guys want us to cover those? Yeah. So good. So good. So, so let's, and they're unsolved. There's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. So looks like we're going to be doing a <laughs> series on, uh, you know, unsolved mysteries, which will be fun, super fun. Um, but today we are doing sister wives. We're doing episode five, the, the last family gathering. No, sorry. That was the one we just did. That's the one I just posted. Is it? Yes. Now we are on episode six, which is telling truly just called telling truly. I couldn't read my notes here. So, uh, we're doing, um, let's see, where are we at? We are, um, so they, (laughs) we start off with, um, doing a recap on what, what was happening. Um, and we show, Christine saying that to Cody, Robin is more important and mm-hmm. the sun doesn't rise and set on Christine. And that is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Right. Like completely. Yes. Um, and Christine still wants to tell truly together um, with Cody and show that they're still a team. Absolutely. hundred percent agree with that. And Cody says he's been avoiding it because you know, it's Cody. So duh. Um, he says he's in a state of denial. He doesn't want to tell truly. Um, and he's like, maybe I'll take her for a few days. I don't know. And he's then I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so he started talking to Christine about, oh yeah, I'll take her for a few days here and there, and da 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 da. And um, 
you know, why, you know, he's, cause he's such, he's such a douchebag. Why does he suddenly want to spend time with Christine? I mean, with truly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, says he wants to bring her over to Robbins, which is of course, cause that's the only place he stays. Um, and Christine only wants her to have a separate bedroom. Um, Cody and Christine are the, that Cody's fine with that. Um, yeah so this whole thing is interesting like he's talking about like he'll take her for a few days at a time now christine's all on board with that because she knows that truly loves robin's kids and all of that so christine's not being like any kind of jealous or anything and she knows that robin is is the favorite wife but she doesn't show any resentment or jealousy about that when cody says he wants to take his daughter to go over there which i think is an interesting take right because i yeah. And maybe I'm just so used to seeing that from like dysfunctional people on TV, but they're always automatically like wanting to punish the other person and something with the kids, you know, using the kids as, as weapons and stuff. And Christine doesn't appear to be doing that at all, which I think. And I think, yeah, she's come to an acceptance. I'm sure a while ago she accepted the fact that she, well, she knew she was going to leave. I mean, where was he going to go? Where else? He's going to spend the most time with Robin, right? Right. So she probably already in her head knew that that was going to happen. Right. And she's already in a plural marriage. So, you know, while there is jealousy and resentment, it's not the same as if like he was just moving on to a new person. Cause you know, this is where you'd see it. Right. I, I watched a lot of Dr. Phil. You see this a lot on Dr. Phil <laughs> that um, like, say they broke up, let's like, say it was a monogamous relationship and they broke up and now, um, you know, Cody wants to take truly around his new girlfriend, his new wife, Robin, you know, mm-hmm. like then like Christine is like the bio mom would be um, jealous and resentful and not allow it because she's trying to punish Cody or Robin, but truly is the one that would end up getting punished. Right. And she's not doing that. So I think yeah. that that she's just like, absolutely. Take truly take her. But he, I think she just wants her to spend to. time with him. Like she just wants it's, it's sad. She wants them to have a relationship. She's accepted it. Yeah. And she's, she's over not it. To, I don't mm-hmm. think you be jealous of somebody if you're over them. Right. You right. Know? She's no done. No emotional, unfinished business. Unresolved emotional chaos. No, she is over him. So, yeah. So, so that's, which is, I, I just, I love seeing that with Christine. I just wish more people would see that kind of behavior because that's the way you act in. Exactly. In these kinds of relationships, right? Um, Robin still thinks the miracle worker is going to show up and slap some smarts into everybody. Um, and it's, so I think I, I can't quite read my notes on this, but I think Co- Cody says something that like, this isn't crap that he wants her to deal with at 10 years old. And Christine's like, she's 11. <laughs> <laughs> he got isabel's birthday you know age wrong the previous episode and now he's getting truly he doesn't know it he doesn't know his kids he doesn't yeah know his kids. Exactly. you know um God. she tells cody to move his shit out because she needs the garage for her stuff because she's getting ready to move <laughs> so she started back up her shit she's like cody move your shit move your shit he, what is he gonna do put it in janelle's trailer i guess robin has enough space I guess I don't know like they didn't say where it was going to go because Janelle's been talking about needing a storage place for her stuff that's not going in the trailer and they said on like either last episode or the episode before that 
the storage units were like full and hard to come by in the area. Mm. So um, why I think whatever solution they come up with for extra storage, like Cody's shit will have to go through. Like Christine was saying, he's taken some of his stuff, but there's still all these other boxes, you know? Yeah. And um, she's like, I need that space. <laughs> so he was not happy about that whole situation. Because it, it, it all is... And I think he says it later, like give it, he doesn't give, didn't give his wife's permission to, to leave him. <laughs> it's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> when she's leaving you, it's not a permission thing. <laughs> yeah. Permission. Ugh. Um, Cody says, I tried to give my wife's control and sovereignty, sovereignty. And in the process, I don't have any control. <laughs> Yeah, he's looking around like with like um, Janelle and the dogs in the bed and the RV. How many times does Cody talk about uh, Janelle having done the RV herself without yeah. consulting him? And it's not it. Like he cannot stop talking about it. And he's basically blaming the everything that goes wrong with their relationship, whether it be the intimacy. Well, basically sleeping together and the intimacy. The children, everything is Janelle's fault for getting the trailer because that puts him in an uncomfortable position. And oh my God. Yeah. I was just like, are you serious? You spent one out of four, three night, whatever, right? Night with this woman and her daughter, and you can't sacrifice. And it's a big bet. It's not like it's a bad trailer. Yeah. It's there's right. two bedrooms. I mean, two bathrooms in that thing. It's he probably bigger than my apartment. It's probably bigger than my apartment. Yeah. He's saying, I mean, he's saying, oh, I'll never use that bathroom. It's just too small. Okay, so you don't have to shower there, but you can sleep over there. If you don't want to shower, then don't shower there. Like, go back to um, Robin smelling like a whore. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is he, 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, he can't fit in the shower? Come on. Yeah. Five, 10 max? Come on, you can fit in the shower. You're not a big dude. Yeah, but even if he doesn't shower, like that right. doesn't stop him spending the night with Janelle, but he's making up all these reasons why he doesn't, why he quote unquote can't, but it's all just code for he doesn't want to. Exactly. Um. So. <laughs> I bet you if Robin wanted to live in a trailer, he'd live in it with her. Not that she would, but I'm just saying. Yeah. He wouldn't complain. Because it's Robin and her kids. Yeah. But she wouldn't because she's made that clear. Exactly. Um, so then they start talking about the food storage room, the doomsday prep room, right? Which so, I was laughing because I thought of you in our Lori Vallow case. Uh-huh. And that's, I'm like, okay, so let's talk about this, right? So they they go through all the wives. They're talking about this food storage, like a Mormon thing. And they mentioned that, you know, it's just this, this going back to Mormon days or uh, whatever, doomsday prep days or big family days. There's a lot of history there but it's just kind of this Mormon cultural thing to have these food storage rooms. And I guess they have one somewhere. And Cody thinks he's being all like magnanimous and shit by offering Christine her portion of the food storage room. <laughs> and she's like, fuck no. <laughs> I don't believe in Mormonism and I don't believe the doomsday something or another, whatever she said. What I didn't realize was I didn't know that they, that Mormons prepped for this. Like, I, I didn't know that was a thing in their church to actually have like a storage room. So I learned something on the episode. Excellent. The learning yeah. channel, TLC, the learning channel. Don't say you <laughs> never learned anything. Um, they go to Mary showing, saying that she doesn't have the 
like the Mormon doomsday prep horde. And she, I, I just think it's funny because she's like, she doesn't have room or something. She has this huge fucking house. And she has no room for a food storage room. Not that she needs one or whatever. She doesn't want what she doesn't want. But she, the fact that she's saying she didn't have room for it, like, does she, because she's storing all the LuLaRoe? Yeah. Like, okay. Um, Cody says the whole thing has been moving too fast for him. And Christine says, that, oh, it's been moving really slowly. Like, it's been going on for a long time. He's just not paying attention. Dude, we have the RV at the B&B, right? So this is Mary's B&B that she was running with her mom before her mom passed. So she's there. They bring the, the, the RV is there. And I guess you know, Mary's taking a look at it and all this stuff. And then they're talking about the B&B and Cody says the stupid ass thing, which he's totally kidding, but he's like, Hey, I'll help with the mortgage. I'll buy that room. He's talking about with his room at the, at the B&B that he would likes. And he's like, I'll help you with the mortgage. I'll buy that room. And Mary would like fucking flip over backwards to have that happen. Right. Like she would yeah. literally love that, but he's, not for real he's just kidding and it's very like ouch <laughs> you know His what jokes I mean? are not funny they're not funny usually they're actually kind of mean sometimes. yeah yeah um he's just so inconsiderate that he doesn't realize any of this um janelle says something that's really interesting here she says that her trips with cody are always constrained because he can't stay away from the little kids for more than a few days meaning salt Solomon and, and Ari, which are Robin's little kids. The what? The what? Like, he didn't go to truly surgery. He didn't do this. He doesn't see any of his other kids, but he can't go away for more than two days without seeing his other little kids. Like, ouch. Yeah. Like, it's worse than we thought, you know? Um, then he talks about being in the gall of bitterness, which. I don't know what that is, but I feel like I was there when I like you were there this morning when you ran out of creamer for your coffee, you know, now you're in the gall of bitterness. <laughs> I feel like it's a place, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the gall of bitterness? He throws Mary some scraps. He's mad at Christine, but then not at Mary. Yeah. Um, he, because I guess he's the one that chose not to engage with Mary, but Christine's the one that chose not to engage with Cody anymore. So that's mm -hmm. why he's mad at Christine, I guess. Um, the boy, uh, Janelle's boys are getting an apartment instead of moving their trailer onto the property. And I don't know what the story is there, but that's just what she said. Um, Cody tries to redeem his manhood by backing the trailer up to park it. <laughs> um, he's awful as per usual. <laughs> he says, manhood. <laughs> He says, I never would have bought this RV. We fucking know. <laughs> oh, my God. He reiterates, just in case we weren't clear, that it wasn't his choice and it's just what she did. Wow. Um, so, um, so we have a, a chorus of that. Cody says he has a lot of work. He has to work a lot to bring Isabel out of herself. And that's why he's like doesn't hang out with her that much because it's like work parents a teenager Shock. news flash water's wet news at 11 teenagers yep. are hard 
<laughs> like um he's like oh i'm not that much of an ogre but she's just she's a lot of work she doesn't really like me and of course christine poisoned her against me and blah 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 but no you poisoned yourself against him i agree based okay. on everything christina said i do not think she poisoned it. i think that they are very aware and they're very intelligent children they're not stupid they see yeah. what's going on mm-hmm. what do you think it- isabel's moving across the country yeah get the hell away right and be with her family that actually supports her, Maddie and her husband. And-, mm-hmm. and be around the kids and go to school and all of that stuff. Which is what also what Christine is saying about moving truly to Utah. Because he's like, well, what is she going to have there that she doesn't have here? And like, a family that actually loves her and knows how old she is. Like, exactly. <laughs> who wants oh. to see her? When she was talking about that, my heart melted. I really felt for truly and for everyone. Yeah. Makes sense. Um. He still won't shut up about how Janelle bought this RV without him. Um, also, Isabel hates you because you're a douche and skipped her surgery. That's why she hates you. And because you're a douchey father, not not because Christine's poisoning her. Um, we flash to Gwendolyn, which is one of uh, Christine's other children. Um, and she says that um, back when... Um, Leo, Leo? Leo's his name, Mariah's, I, I mean, um, Mary's, Mary's kid, I think is Leo. When Leo was coming out and everything, I guess Gwendolyn was also coming out. Um, and she is, uh, she labels herself as bisexual and she's attracted to all, which I've also heard referred to as pansexual, attracted to anyone regardless of their gender, or sexuality, or, um, you know, parts, doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh so and she just seems really strong and confident in herself and she was she was joy to watch i would love to watch more of her yeah and i Uh, think the good thing about that family too is they seem to have been very supportive and open with that since the beginning they made it known that they would support their children and whatever they decided as far as their sexuality goes yeah and i feel like um leo was really like the pioneer with that right they had to be the ones that first came out as well first they came out as as trans and now they're or um i think non-binary and then as a trans male but i think when they first came out they were identifying as lesbian yes and as the journey their journey went on they discovered that this is really who they are now they're they're leo um but they walked that journey you know they did that and went through all of the, you know, and, and Mary reacted really badly, which she apologizes for and everything, which I think, you know, hey, you know, not everybody, you, when you, depending on your background, you you may not be ready for that kind of an announcement, but sure. she has been able to backpedal and figure it out. And, and obviously, you know, she supports um, her children now, but um, yeah, like I think with Leo paving that road, all of the rest of because they're the oldest kid i think and then the rest of them that are somewhere along that spectrum um somewhere you know they they all are able to i guess you know leo walk so they could run type of thing you know what i mean like they've helped set this this path and with as many kids as they have just sheer numbers statistics wise you're guaranteed to have all of these kinds of you know gay and straight and trans and there's going to be people all along the spectrum which they mentioned too remember they're like statistically speaking with a number of children we have right there's going to be at least two probably (laughs) (laughs) and there's it seems like there's more than that at this point i don't know if i can name them all and or all of them that have come out or whatever but you know 
Um, and so far, none of them are picking plural marriage at this point in their lives. Either, no, so. So. A lot of them were like, no, we don't want it. Um, so, um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, okay. I'm next page on my notes. Cody isn't driving with, um, Isabel cross country because he's gone. I mean, there's no other way to put it, right? He's like, I have responsibilities to my other family and stuff. Well, apparently, if you can't be away from Ari and Saul for more than two days, you can't drive your one of your children across country. Right. It's crazy. God, it's insane. It just each episode makes me rage more and more for Cody being such an asshole, disappointing father, you know, yes. and putting the things that he does onto these children. Um and he's like, I'm sure she's disappointed, but I have other people depending on me and COVID because of course COVID. Um, and of course, Christine's being a bitch about it per Cody because, you know, she has the ear of the kids. Um, oh God. Yeah, she has the ear of the kids because she spends time with them and you yeah. don't. Isabel was depending on you, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. let's let her down one more time. Yep. Um, Can you imagine not being there for a little uh, baby frauded having a surgery? Could you God, imagine? No. You can't. No. You can't. No. He told me recently that he'd had the flu and I didn't know he had the flu. And I was like, I didn't know. And not like I could have done anything about it. But yeah, you're <laughs> I still wanted to know. It's your baby. You take yeah. care of your child. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And just keeps disappointing as well with the, the surgery. First, like not letting her have the surgery fighting so hard and making her life so miserable uh-huh and then finally when she when christine was just like fuck you i'm just gonna do it like she needs this yeah. and and then he didn't go and all of it it's just like okay and then you can't drive our cross country like that would have been good you know i can understand if he's that terrified doesn't want to get on a plane or whatever in a small area if he's that scared fine but you can't drive in a car i, I you know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just making up all these excuses. Yeah. Um, they go to Isabel and they show her saying that she's going to miss her mom more than her dad, which of course, um, but she is happy that they're going, they're getting divorced because mom isn't happy. And yeah. she doesn't think that mom should be in that relationship if the, you know, they're not happy. And I was like, Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody says they got flash to Cody and they're talking about the RV again and how no one wants to live in an RV says Cody. And Cody says again, why? And he said, and I quote, why am I going to sit here with you and suffer your choices? Meaning he was talking about Janelle and the RV and like on his nights with her, how he doesn't want to go spend the night with her because he, he thinks it's miserable to go stay in an RV. He's like, well, first of all, she's not asking you to move into it forever. Spend a night there once or twice a week with your wife. Why am I going to sit here and suffer with you and suffer with your choices? Because you're married to her and you support her. That's what spouses do. Exactly. Well, normal spouses, I would say. Had he had helped her figure out an alternative solution early on as far as what are we going to do with the house or what are we like actually been a proactive partner mm-hmm. that was supportive, then maybe she wouldn't have chosen to live in an RV, but this is where she's at now. She's had to take the bull by the horns and take the, uh, take the lead on it. So right. she's decided to do this and mm-hmm. now he's not happy. Well, you should have been there for her earlier on. Yeah. You're a couple years too late for that, buddy. 
Cody goes on about how no one wants to live in an RV. I don't know if you know this, but Cody and the other wives don't want to live in an RV. No, I didn't, didn't know catch, that. In case oh, you didn't catch thanks. that. Um, uh, Janelle talks about what it's going to do for her psychologically. Um, she, she recognizes it's going to be, you know, not as comfortable as living in a house. She's not dumb, but for her psychologically, she's talking about like living on the property and starting to actually do something and moving forward about this next phase and of development. Like that is going to do so much for her. And I'm, I, I so, so proud of her. So happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's beautiful land too. You have some trees, you're away from people. It looks like a little bit. I don't blame. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the beautiful mountain. No, no, no. She's like, we have this property. I want to start building on it. I want to move out. Of it. This is what I'm doing. Um, then they're, God. So then they're at the, the property, the RV's there and everybody's out there. Well, like it's Janelle and Cody and um, Mary and Janelle. Cody's walking up and says hi to Janelle. And Janelle says, hi, hi, honey to Cody. Cody walks right past Mary <laughs> and then Mary says, hi, he stops, he turns, he notices her and it's like, oh, hi. Like she was an afterthought and she was standing right fucking there. <laughs> why? Why is Mary? Why is she staying? And it's he, he's so blatantly an asshole. Why do you keep staying, Mary? Oh, she made the reference of, well, I'm the first wife and he loved me, loved, loved me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, he doesn't love you anymore. Yeah. And just because you're the first wife doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause she kept, goes back to that. I started this marriage. I started this family. Damn it. I'm going to stay to the bitter end. Like you're only punishing yourself. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. He doesn't give a shit if you're there or not. So it's not, you're not like, I'll tell, I'll show you. Damn it. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like me getting mad at my ex-husband and then sitting home alone in my apartment, drinking over him, like drinking myself into a stupor. You know, I'll show him. Damn him. It doesn't affect him. No, it's this old saying of it's like drinking poison and hoping the other person will die. Mm -hmm. You're only hurting yourself. <laughs> oh, um, anyway, Cody. um. <laughs> Oh, so they, he's talking about how the, like Mary and Christine are like teasing Janelle because they're being all, oh, oh, this isn't so bad. And, da, 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 and look at this. Oh, that's actually kind of big and everything. And so Cody's like, oh, the wives are teasing Janelle because everybody thinks this is such a joke. No, they aren't teasing her. They're being fucking encouraging, which is something you don't, clearly don't know anything about, mister. I'm not going to suffer your choices. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, then we have the conversation about the dogs living outside. Okay, now he doesn't want the dog staying in the bed because that takes the attention away from him. Because he says, at least in my mind, the bedroom is considered sacred. But we know this is not like the truth. Because first of all, don't Ari and Saul sleep with them? In I have no idea. I thought they did. I'm pretty sure they did. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Ari and Saul co-sleep. Um, is it Ari like 15? No, not quite. Oh, okay. I don't think because she was, she's, I mean, I don't know. I think she's like under 10 still. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking yeah. of Brienne. You're I'm, thinking of like Brienne, I think. Yes, I'm, I'm just confusing. Which is like one of Robin's kids that she had before she married. Right. Ari Ari and Soul are, are Cody's kids with, right. with Robin. 
How could I have uh, not known that after watching so many episodes? <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of fucking people to keep track of. <laughs> and then Mary says the RV won't be that different than when all four of them lived in a mobile home. Apparently they lived in a like a double wide or a single wide at some point before they had kids, all four of them, Cody and the three wives, and they all lived. So, so Mary's like, oh, the RV won't be that different. Plus, it's just Janelle and, and Savannah and then the two dogs. Like, it's not you don't need to have four adults. It's one adult and one teenager. um so then christine says cody isn't gonna like it there which is of course another excuse to stay at robin's house Mm -hmm. um and then he said he says um he says that it's easier for him to be at robin's house because she enforces and then he corrects himself and says reinforces my relationship with my kids so freudian slip there like possibly is making it very clear that he doesn't do anything to initiate father-child relationships with any of the children and that the only reason why he's like a friend he or he, he's got a, a semi-decent relationship with robin's kids is because she quote-unquote enforces the relationship and he's there all the time Makes sense. Because and then, he like, doesn't do shit. And he right. expects the children to respect him and, and and be the lead in the relationships, which, again, pisses me off because that's not a child's place. You're the father. You're the adult. No. And I think, like, the quote of the entire episode was when Janelle said something to the fact of, like, I'm going to choose my kids. And I'm going to, when she talks about her dogs, she's like, I'm going to choose my dogs over you. Like every time <laughs> it's like, okay. I was like clapping. I'm like, okay, Janelle, I'm going to choose my dogs like, see, over you. I see my dogs and I see my kids every single day. I have a, you know, she has a strong relationship with them. Of course. Like he, she sees him every now and then. And he's spending so much time with Robin. And, and like mm-hmm. you said, it's interesting that the possible 40 and slip with the enforces. And I can see Robin being like, you know, I don't know. I can see her kind of nudging him along. On oh, how for she, sure. 100%. You know. She absolutely does. She, be she's, you know, go, oh, Cody, you're going to be, oh, your dad's going to be here. Let's go hang out with dad. You know. Meanwhile, Cody's hiding in the closet. Get out of the closet, Cody. Come play with your kids. Right. I, <laughs> I suspect that's exactly what it's like. And that's why he doesn't have relationships with any of his other kids because they're getting older and choosing not to hang out with him because he's not making any effort. And he's the goddamn adult. Exactly. So many people have, you know, parent issues, daddy issues, mommy issues. Like, because, I mean, oh, God. You should not be putting that on a child. Nope. It's not their responsibility. Um, Then Robin is worried that this RV is going to split up Janelle and Cody because Cody's going to hate it all and resent her for it end up presenting Janelle and then end up presenting Robin and all whatever. She's just like all worried about, about it, splitting everybody up. And I don't know, I guess that means if, if it splits Janelle and Cody up, Cody's just going to spend more and more time at Robin's, which isn't, which isn't that what she wants, but she always says, Oh, I didn't marry. I didn't choose to marry in a monogamous really. Like, I don't want you here all the time. I actually believe her. I really do. I think she probably gets tired of him, even though she loves him and she's yes, the yes wife. I think, he she can only take so much of his bullshit. Right. <laughs> Get out of the night. I need you away with your yapping and you're talking about absolutely nothing. And 
his narcissistic arrogance. That's right. Said, but she made she's made choices that are major inconveniences to me because she followed through on the family plan. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Robin has hot water, so and a bigger shower. <laughs> you know, that's what he says. Major inconveniences for him to go out to the property and sleep with his wife. He clearly doesn't love her enough, doesn't love and want to be with Janelle enough to deal with all that. Um Oh, and then this part oh, broke my heart. Okay, so Christine talking about how he and and, and um, she and oh sorry um, um Christine talks about how she and Cody had wanted to tell truly in person. Well, Christine's on the phone with McKelty. And is talking about moving out of, to Utah and that she's getting divorced and moving to Utah truly overhears this. So Christine is like, shit. So Christine truly bust, bre- breaks into tears. Christine decides to go talk with her off camera. Um, and she's completely devastated and upset. But like, this is why they should have told her earlier and not left her to be the last to know. I agree. Am I right? I agree. Um. And so she has to have this like long talk with Truly, goes on a walk with her and all this stuff. And of course, you know, kids are going to be upset about this and stuff. But I would truly think, I truly think Truly is going to be much better off being in the environment she's going to be in rather than the dysfunction that she and Christine had been in. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine talks about that when she was having this conversation with Truly, she she had to decide again when she was officially divorced since they were never legally married, right? So she made it just decided. She just like decided and made it so. She's like, we're divorced when she was telling Truly. We're divorced. We're, it's over. Like it's official. And it was like, like she just made the decision right then. And she, boom, done. Mm-hmm. She's over it. You know what I mean? I was like, ah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, typically in the, in the LD, or at least their charge, I think they said they have to go to their like bishop or whatever, whoever. And then they have to like, agree to separate them from the church but she's like i'm not mormon anymore you know she hasn't been yeah so there is need your god and your bishop to approve what i'm doing (laughs) right i'm out deuces (laughs) um cody says again it's not my fault i have a bad relationship with my kids it's because i didn't have a mother willing to help okay that that really pissed me off take it away that's what i I just can't believe that he has the audacity to talk about the mothers in any capacity when they've been raising their kids on their own. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They've been doing everything for them and they continue to fight for their children, even as adults. And he's sitting back blaming them for his mistakes. And he truly believes in his heart. It seems like he really believes that he is the victim. Yeah. He has done That's nothing the thing. Is he really believes he's the victim here. I'm curious if he goes back and he watches the episodes. I know some people on reality TV like don't want to go back and watch it so much. Some people do. I'm curious if he actually is going to watch it back and see what a fucking asshole he's being. I, I really, or if he's just going to watch it and be like, yep, I'm still the victim. Yep. If how oh, much oh. denial he's still going to be in. And, you know, I mean, it's bad enough. Like his views are what they are, you know, as far as like, he believes he should be the patriarchy, the head of the household. And, they're all subservient. Yes, women. And 
it shouldn't be in his mind. It shouldn't be his responsibility to be a father to the kids. It is their responsibility because that's women's work and the wives. And he's, you know, I'm providing for the family and I'm big head on Joe and um, everybody else is there to serve him. Right. And yet they've all worked. They've all done. (laughs) Yeah. It's one thing if you have the dynamic of like the male earns the money, the male and the women stay at home and cook. No, they're cooking, they're cleaning, they're raising their kids and they're working. Yeah. Uh, and they're not. No, no, no. It's not equal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's him. It's always something and it's never him. He's never at fault for anything, you know, except for letting his wives have too much, you know, personal autonomy is yeah. what he says. You know, he allowed that to happen mm-hmm. by giving them sovereignty. And now it's just backfired on him. And now he's got all these wives that have their own minds and think for themselves and don't want to be married to him because he's your fucking asshole. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Scenes for next time. We show Cody driving to Texas for a wedding. <laughs> what? You couldn't drive with Isabel across the country? You can't do this. You can't do that. But you're going to fucking Texas for a wedding. No. And then he talks about how he's like, what is it? Not, I don't know the word in Mormon is like preacher. He's going to be the pre like a uh, some part of the wedding. And he's going to look be looked down officiant. upon because officiant because Christine left him or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be officiating this wedding. Yeah. Again, it's all about what people think of him mm-hmm. <laughs> and his how he manages his household. <laughs> and um. And then, so, okay. So, I mean, that just, I, I, I'm already enraged for that episode because it just continues to play into this narrative about how Cody is expecting so much and, and how much he's, how much he's disappointing and letting down his, uh, his older children. Like, it's just yeah. one thing after another and after another. And it's like, oh, these poor kids, right? They're so, gotta be so screwed up. Then we also show C- Cody talking to Christine about selling her house the big house that she's in right now that she's trying to move out of and then using the money that she sells her house for to pay off the coyote pass property. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm laughing cuz it's just so stupid. It's just so... She's like the fuck I am. No. <laughs> Use her money to pay their property. No, 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 no. And he just says it like no big deal. So cannot wait for next se- next episode. Um, it's gonna be. I'm just gonna rage. I'm I just flying into a murderous rage with each episode. Um, but then I can talk it out with you guys, so it's okay. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm like literally getting angry. I know. I know. Ah! Mm-hmm. Angry at this motherfucking ramen head. Um. <laughs> So that's that episode. Um, so um, we will be back with uh, next episode and um, we'll cover it all for you here. Um, we'll probably work on starting our um, Unsolved Mysteries uh, series coming up here shortly um, when when uh, when uh, Lexi can take a break from her books um, to <laughs> jump on here. <laughs> um, very therapeutic. And- yeah i know right that's why i you know that's why i do it too um and then um if you haven't already please go check out our episode on the Lori Vallow case sins of our mother um that was such a batshit crazy story please go check that out please come join our new facebook group which it's kind of slowly getting started we're getting some conversations going talking about 60 days in and my absolute oh that's thursday today's thursday that's on tonight 
I have this absolute love for um, this inmate, not one of the guys that's participating in the program, but he's like the second guy. He's like one of his friends, this guy named Nick. He's an inmate and he's got like facial tattoos and all of this stuff. And there's absolutely nothing that should be attractive about him, but I'm like massively in love with him. And it's <laughs> this weird, bizarre attraction I have to him and I need to talk about it with people. So come join our Facebook group and talk to me about, I would need other people who have crushes on this guy, Nick, because I can't be alone on this. So come over to Facebook and talk to me about that. Talk about whatever else you want. Tell us what other shows you want us to cover. Um, and then that's it. You got to get to clinic young lady and um, I'm going to get back to work. <laughs> Thanks you guys for joining us. We love you. Bye.